0: And welcome to another edition of the Scouting Spotlight podcast on the World Football Index. I'm your host, Austin Miller, back for more Brazilian goodness, joined as always by my friend and co-host, Tom Robinson. Tom, we were talking pre-pod. Today we're going to profile Everton of Gremio. Where does Everton rank among Evertons in Brazil or even in the world right now? There's a lot of them, but he might be the best.
1: Yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Um, I, I mean, on current form, he's... I'm gonna say he's the best
0: Everton in the world. The Everton on on Mercy said the club w- would probably take issue with that. Yeah, they might do, but you yeah. know they they know where to find me. <laughs> okay. All right, they c- they can find you if they want to. But he's a really exciting player. This Everton at Gremio, and Tommy kind of burst onto the scene just recently for Gremio. You know, he was kind of second fiddle to some of their better young prospects, particularly Artur, who's now at Barcelona, and of course Luan, who's been the next big thing in in brazil for quite some time but everton's a pretty talented player himself yeah i've got to admit that
1: i was i felt like i was sleeping on him for a while um because you know we've kind of said he's flying under the radar but i'm not sure if he even was really in, until until this year um obviously Gremio, have as you said had these really outstanding talents so it's quite easy for maybe someone to go unnoticed but i think it's more the fact that he's just suddenly exploded into form and is having the season of his life. Um, he's obviously been tipped for a long time. Um, I know that Man City were linked, I think, a couple of years ago with, a, of, you know, keeping tabs on him. But he's, yeah, he's just in the form of his life and is probably Grêmio's top performer, which we wouldn't have really expected um, last year. I think he he played... 10 Libertadores games, but they all came off the bench, and he don't think he got any goals. Whereas now he's, I think he's got what, five and six, is it?
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and he's been a big part of their success in the Libertadores this year. And I think he's a player who has really benefited from the system that he's in. That's not to suggest he's not a good player, but it really makes you look better when you're playing with good players. And that's what Gremio have. They have a really solid squad from, from the back to front. You know, there's just a lot of really good players in there, and I think that has helped Everton elevate his game. He's not toiling away at some mid-table squad where he's surrounded by not very good players and kind of feels like he has to do too much. And I think that's part of why he's been so successful in 2018 is he's been kind of able to play inside this really successful system with a lot of really good players alongside him, and that has helped bring out the best in his game.
1: It certainly helps. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, but at the same time, I think he has genuinely improved a lot because he was playing in good Gremio sides or wasn't getting into good Gremio sides and was, you know, most of his games in 2017. I think about only half of them was was a starter and I think he got about 12 goals in 61 appearances in in all competitions. So he was playing a lot, but a lot of those were a bit coming off the bench or more about squad uh, depth. Whereas this season, he's really as well as being in this really good solid settled side he's he's taking his chance um i think he's i think i saw a stat somewhere that he had more successful dribbles in the libertadores Brasileirao, copa brazil and and a couple of other competitions than than anywhere else so every competition he's in he is the guy who's taking people on being them and yeah we've, we've said he's he, he tends to be on the left wing but he's he's a right footed player. So he's, he's kind of always cutting inside. Um, you know, he can beat you down the flank. He can, he can come inside, he can have a shot. And he's, he's got, I think he's already beaten last year's goal tally in about half the game. So as well as, as well as that good system, I think he's also just really stepped up and showed that promise that we've been expecting, um, for a while, even if it's, uh, come a little bit later than most would have would have expected.
0: Is he the next Luan, though, Tom? Do you see mm. the career path maybe playing out the same as Luan, late-ish peak, and then maybe never makes that move? That doesn't seem to be the way that it's trending right now. No, I, I think
1: that certainly on the back of this form, um, Gremio are going to look to try and make the most of that and, and get a sale, again, potentially, potentially in six months' time. Pretty more likely in in 12 but you never know and i think they'd be wise to sort of cash in um because as we've said it, this could just be a really really hot streak and uh, and we don't quite know if going into a different team a different league he would be quite as effective but he's got lots of um good qualities he's he's quick he's got he's one of those players that Goes by people without looking truly explosive if you know what I mean it's a it's a very nice running style and he and he just um yeah he's just stealing in in at the back post gets um get gets on the end of things and he scored some really fantastic goals like I think the one versus Cruzeiro where was like was typical Everton really in terms of he came off the flank just drifted past one guy and then rifled a shot into the top corner and And the Sao Paulo game as well, he he had a fantastic game there as well. So, yeah, it's it's tricky to say where exactly he would have gone. I think if you'd asked me six months ago or, or a year ago, I would probably sort of thrown out somewhere like a Turkish club. But now he's getting linked with some...
0: Some pretty big clubs. Yeah, I'll do the the quick roundup of the transfer gossip. I will say it's a lot easier to do this when the transfer gossip is in languages that I speak, like Portuguese rather than in Spanish. I always struggle to pick up the transfer gossip in Spanish, but I'm all over it for Everton. Uh, both Manchester clubs, City and United are, are rumored to be sniffing around. I think that might be a level a bit too high for him. But hey, who knows? Uh, he just signed a new contract with Gremio through 2022. He's not expected to be with the club throughout that contract, as, as of course you often see in South America. The reports uh, by Uol in Brazil is that Gremio want to hang on to him until July of 2019 I think that time frame makes a lot of sense for the club and also for the player himself uh, and Gremio are also said to believe that they can get a more value out of Everton than they got out of our tour and they made a pretty good profit on our tour from Barcelona so I think that speaks to how highly rated he has been and Tom I think one thing one case that this kind of reminds me of and and maybe not because the skill sets are the same but Everton kind of reminds me a lot of Richarlison in that we weren't quite sure if Richarlison was the real deal or if he was just on a hot streak Um, and obviously he's been the real deal so far in his time in England and I think Everton may be that same conversation yeah uh, I think
1: I would be a little bit more cautious than than that I think Obviously Brazilian, Everton, Richarlison—it's it's, it's a good link. But and they obviously play in very similar positions. But I think the thing that marked Richarlison out as as having that that chance where he could succeed was was his real intelligence of, of the positions he was getting himself uh, getting himself in for, and how how hard working he was as well. I think those two qualities meant that he was ready to succeed, certainly in Eng- England um, with Everton. I like what he does. Um, I'm still not 100% sold on him. Um, but I, I wonder if he's quite got that, I don't know, that that je ne sais quoi that, that, that you need to get to, to succeed in England, certainly. I mean, he gives you good width, but is he maybe a bit too right-footed? Um, that could get quite predictable quite easy, easily. I think even though Richardson. Doesn't necessarily look the biggest and the strongest. He's he's got a bit of fight about him, and I, I think maybe Everton's a, a little bit lightweight. So, yeah, I, th- I think it's 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 early early to say whether he'll be able to succeed in the same way Richardson has. The fact that he's already getting called up to uh, Brazil squads, um, admittedly in in a position that's as we've mentioned already loaded with talent. It's, it's going to be hard for him to, to keep getting in there. But, yeah, it's, it's it's a tough one, really. He's got a lot of competition ahead of him. And I, another link I saw, actually, um, was, he was he was linked to both Borussia Dortmund and Bayer Leverkusen. And I think the German league is, is one that could really showcase his talent. And who knows, if he does well there, then maybe in a year or two he he would be ready to, to kick on and, and and get a bigger move off the back of it. So... Yeah, it's it's a tricky one. I'm, I'm staying cautious, um, uncharacteristically cautious on this one, Austin.
0: Tremendous use of je ne sais quoi, Tom. You are quite the cultured man. Oh, I mean, I try my best. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> I like I like the German league idea. Italy was something that stuck out to me as well. I think we've seen a lot of Brazilians be successful in the Italian league. Uh, you know, maybe we've Seem to say this for just about everybody. I guess everybody could succeed at a Europa League Italian squad because we seem to always peg that as a Europa League sided <laughs> Italy as, as a place where somebody could go and do well. But I, I do think that's true with Everton. You mentioned the Brazil call up, I think that was deserved on his form and deserved for how well he's been. In the domestic league in Brazil, but but as you said, I think it's important to note that he might not be somebody that has a future with Brazil. Not uh, sort of any in, indictment on his talent, but just the how many options there are for Brazil at that position. I think it's good for him to get called into these Brazil the Brazil squad to face the United States in El Salvador, but I, I think he's probably you know in the 30s to 40s of the rankings of Brazil players and not in that top 23 so I don't know if you'll see him consistently called into the Brazilian squad I think Juliano, a player who was at Grêmio before moving to, to Turkey and I think he may have even been in Russia for a little bit beforehand is kind of a good comparison for that kind of always on the fringe he'll get called in every now and again but is not a consistent player in this Brazil team And that's, again, Tom, not to say that Everton is a bad player, but simply just a compliment of how many options Brazil has. But I think Everton is is a really talented player, and I think what he's shown at Grêmio has has been really positive signs for him. And the fact that Grêmio themselves think that they can get more value for him than they got for Artur is, I think, a pretty big vote of confidence that, that they think that Everton is the real deal. Uh, but this move, as you said, Tom, is probably going to be very important for him to get into the right situation where he can showcase himself well.
1: Yeah, I, I find that claim by Gremio somewhat surprising because I think Arthur is one of those—or sorry, Artur—get the pronunciation right. And I, I know how you like those. Um, Artur seemed to me like a, a tailor-made fit for an elite club in, in Europe, where there's Everton. He could fit in plenty of places, but. Maybe it's just the kind of economy of wide attacking Brazilian player equals more money. But if they can get more than twenty million for him, I think they would have. I think that's about fair, um, give, given his quality. But yeah, who knows? I mean, we've seen Malcolm go to go to Bordeaux for a couple of years by this time, and now he's he's got that big move and and key, is kicking on. So you never you never know. I mean, he's twenty two certainly not too old. Um, I think maybe we kind of get in this mindset that if they're a true prodigy, then they'll be gone by the time they're 18 or something. But I think, yeah, like you said, he's, he's going to be in that sort of 30, top 30 to top 50 kind of Brazilian players, um, always kind of knocking on the door. But I think it's, it's, it's going to be a long old path before we know exactly what his, his potential ceiling is. I mean, hopefully he makes me look stupid, but uh, I just have a feeling that he he might not kick on quite in the same way that, that some of these guys in, in, in the same position that uh, he, he is um, probably have. So what do you think his, his weaker elements of his game are what, that could be improved?
0: Yeah, I think you've kind of touched on a couple of them. Consistency, you know, the the fact that he's done it now for, you know, six months at Grameo, can he continue to do that? And then also, I think, as you said, he's kind of a bit right foot dependent. Um, you know, plays on the left, cuts into the right. And, and as you said, with a better quality of defender, you know, in a situation where he can't just use his natural ability to simply be better, that may not be able to work as well as it has for him at Grêmio and the Libertadores and in the domestic league in Brazil. So I think that's something that, that he could do with improving. Um, for me, I think, I don't know that you'll ever see Everton in those big European squads. You know, I don't think he's of that quality. You know, He's not Barcelona. He's not Bayern Munich. But I think absolutely in the right situation he could be very successful. You know whether that's a club like Valencia or, or a club like Sevilla or, or as you mentioned, you know Dortmund and, and Leverkusen or, or you know Napoli in, in Italy or, or a club like that or even you know some of the, the big clubs in Turkey and Russia who, who can pay really good salaries. You know, uh, Besiktas, Fenerbahce. Um, I think that might be where his best fit is rather than going to the biggest club that offers him and then just struggling for game time because i think that's what might happen if if you know one of those big clubs decides to take a swing and pay a big fee that might not be the best move for him
1: yeah i agree i think i think that's definitely more where i'd i'd see him fitting in and and yeah just because because of his good pace and his his ability to counterattack quite well i think he would would work in some of these the, these German teams that are built more on that sort of rapid transitions and, and things like that. Uh, as I said before, a while ago I would have said Turkey, but I think he's probably a step above that now. So rather than looking at where he might end up, where What do you think he's capable of doing with, with Grêmio for the rest of this year, Austin?
0: Well, I think it's important to note that he's already done quite a bit with Grêmio. You know, they won the Copa Libertadores last year. Everton scored their only goal at the Club World Cup. And Grêmio, I think, have to be considered among the favorites to lift the Copa Libertadores. Again, we just saw them with a comprehensive performance against Atletico Tucumán on Tuesday night. Everton himself actually scored one of the goals there, the second goal. Yeah, I think he's going to go down as, as a really good player at Gremio who's going to have a lot of success. I don't know if they can get themselves back in the fight for the domestic title this year, but I think you could see this Gremio side going back-to-back Libertadores champions. That doesn't seem like that much of a stretch, does it, Tom? No, I think um,
1: they've they certainly got one of the best squads there, and and they've, they've put in some good performances. Uh, certainly, certainly, I think they're among the top, two or three i think there's 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 no real standout team so yeah we could see everton lifting a uh, second couple of which would you know put him up there with with some of the greats and i think this time he could genuinely say that he's he's made a, a huge contribution to that so yeah that would certainly be a, a good way to to go out
0: before that, what seems like an inevitable move to europe and it's so interesting that we're saying this about a player who you know like you said Twelve months ago was a reserve for this Gremio side, and and you know was a contributor to the Libertadores success last year, but by no means at the level that he's at now. I think that's just a big compliment to where he's at as a player, and and you know the structure that he's he's has in place at Gremio that can allow him to be so successful. Anything else, Tom? Before we wrap this up?
1: No, I think that's good.
0: Although I should probably
1: flip the uh, the opening question back on you and say. Where he ranks in you know, your favorite Everton's?
0: I think he's number one for me. I can't think of anybody, well, uh, uh, I can't think of anything or anybody to put on top of him right now.
1: Not the uh, Chilean side, Everton?
0: Oh, that's a Vina good one. Mar, I that's think a good, uh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. We'll have to consult with uh, Adam Brandon, our Chilean expert, to see how he would uh, compare the two. We'll get back <laughs> on the next podcast with, with that answer. That's all for us on this edition of the Scouting Spotlight podcast. For all the latest from the World Football Index, be sure to follow us on social media. All that's left for me to say is thanks for listening and goodbye.